0: Now I gotta cut loose, foot loose, kick up
1: some Louise, pull me up of my money. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I was dancing. <laughs> I was having a good old time. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: hey all you little tiny tater tots out there. Uh, as you can probably tell already, this isn't a normal episode. This is very different.
1: Uh, we we didn't normally put out we didn't have our classic uh like rock anthem starter yeah i'm not sure what we even call that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know honestly i couldn't even like hum it for you right now if i tried Mm. uh even though i hear it all the all the time yeah all the time
0: um but we're coming to you to let you know we are switching our release schedule to every other week so there's not a normal episode posting this week there will be a normal episode coming out next week and then it'll will be on an every other week release for the the time being at least while um zach and his family get situated with all the the new changes and um we hope you take a time some time to maybe go back and listen to some old episodes this week and, and enjoy some old content and then see us back for new piece next week
1: yeah, we, uh, we're we really excited about our, our tater tot family expanding. Uh, yeah, we got a couple new fingerlings out there. A couple new fingerlings coming, which is pretty exciting. Hopefully not so rotten, you know. Yeah, at least not yet. Not yet. They can be rotten later. Yep, and then we got the the tatoe <laughs> Pop-tato Zach. Uh I, I got to say, I'm pretty excited for, for season four Zach to, you know, finally emerge as dad Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's going to be a, a whole different energy. I'm guessing some bad jokes.
0: Some bad jokes. He's going to all of a sudden be able to just find whatever movie he wants on any given day yeah, by he, searching through channels. He
1: just knows what's playing on TV. Yeah. Yeah. What, what movies are on TBS and TNT?
0: He'll be like threatening to turn the car around so much more <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think the odds are that zach uh has with his kids a uh like a uh saturday oh like an the, their underwear own, like, underwear underwear show yeah um i hope they do yeah that could be a fun spin off piece of content for us yeah you know just the underwear chronicles the- <laughs> i'm pretty into that yeah uh but yeah no thank you guys for your patience with us and you know we we thought really long and hard about how we wanted to uh give zach and his family uh just a little bit of breathing room um just you know uh, we we talked about like going on a a prolonged hiatus uh but we didn't feel like that was what the tots wanted
0: yeah so we decided to just Give a little bit of time in between content rather than make you guys wait a long time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we are, we're, we're still committed to, to making this happen. Uh, Zach's still super committed to making this happen. Uh, we just might have to be a little bit more. Uh, we just have to adjust our production schedule, basically, uh, where, as you guys may or may not know, like we typically record like a batch of episodes all at once, like four at a time. Um, and now we're just going to be recording remote for, we have a little bit of a backlog and then we'll be recording remote, uh, all four of us in our different places. Like we're in COVID times and, uh, yeah. So appreciate your patience with us, but also just appreciate so much your guys, uh, commitment to the podcast and, and, uh, you know, we keep hearing great things from, from folks about, uh you know, how much fun they have and what it means to them. It means a lot to us. We appreciate you.
0: Yeah. Share it with, share us with your friends. Um, and like we said, enjoy some old content this week and we hope to see you back next week. And, uh, you can leave now, uh, but, (laughs) but I'm about to ask Tyler some more questions. Yeah. And so if you want to hang out with just the two of us for a little bit, just for a little bit, you can, can have you been watching, um, love is blind. Okay, <laughs>
1: I haven't because I just know I, I'm i going to be obsessed with it. Okay. And it's going to be a problem.
0: So all the episodes are out now except for the finale, which comes out next Friday. Oh, no. So, uh Carla and I have been watching it. I think we're on episode nine. So we still have 10 and 11 and then finale is 12. Okay. And so that's next Friday, but I was going to see like your thoughts and stuff on it, but I guess you haven't watched it
1: yet. No, no. There's a couple of shows that are, I'm like backlogged on Mm -hmm. um, because I'm just kind of waiting to like binge them. Uh, And so like the new season of Mando. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like waiting to binge.
0: Oh, okay. So you're not caught up on that.
1: I'm not caught up. I mean, I kind of know what's happening just from, you know, hearing people talk about it. Yeah. And, uh, when I was on vacation, uh, one of my dive masters was obsessed with, uh, star Wars, uh-huh. uh, huh. you know, really cool, like retiree that just decided, like he was in sales and uh-huh. like just went to Hawaii and was like, I'm not coming home. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he cool. just stayed there. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, lives there now. Uh, but he, uh, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, like one of the things there in Hawaii for like scuba diving and, and just ocean enthusiasts is they have a lot of manta rays there. Mm. And, uh, if you find a manta ray that is not logged in like the database, you get to name it. Oh, that's cool. And so he's named two manta rays. Uh, the first one, uh, was mantalorian. Mm. And then the second one was, uh, Darth Raider. And then, uh, he already has picked the, the next one that he finds is going to be Ray 2d2. Mm. Yeah. So I, you know, a guy that you could really relate to, you know, uh, but, uh, he was obsessed with it, with the show and how it was going. And so I actually watched, uh, while I was there, uh, episode four's synopsis on YouTube. Oh, just so I could like chat with him about it because I knew the next day he was going to ask me about it Uh and he did. And I was able to, (laughs) I was able to talk about how we had the, the redemption of Jar Jar Binks. Oh, of,
0: uh, got it. Yeah. When you said episode four, I thought you were talking the movie episode four. Oh no, no, no. Episode no, four no. of Mandalorian. Episode
1: four of Mando. Yeah. Of, of this season. Uh huh. Uh, the redemption of, of, uh, what, what's the actor's name? Do you I remember? remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, man, you know, even just what I saw in the synopsis, which just had like trailer footage in it, basically, mm-hmm. he looked really cool mm-hmm. and an exciting backstory to, uh, Grogu's uh, like how he survived order 66.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people are saying they even think Jar Jar might show up this season. Really? Yeah. That's, it's a rumor going around out there. Like that's why he's involved.
1: Oh, that would be a shame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, uh, so basically they're saying, um, the rumor is like this Jedi who saved Grogu. Yeah. Uh, was said, I have some friends. And then he goes on to that cruiser, which is a Naboo cruiser. Hmm. And he uh, has, like, the Naboo and guard that, like, protects him while he gets away. Ooh. And, like, who would be his friends on Naboo right now? Oh. Like, Padme's dead. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he knows Padme's dead because it's literally happening, like, as this is happening.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But maybe, like, if they keep going into, like, these past things that we'll find him, like, being with Jar Jar on Naboo or something.
1: That would be... Interesting, kind of like an Eddie Murphy situation. Do you think yeah, he do you think know, he replays know. Jar Jar? It's possible.
0: <laughs> I don't know. In other Star Wars news though, I don't know if you heard or saw, they just announced like multiple new movies.
1: Yeah. Was it three prequels? Is that what I heard?
0: So uh there's gonna be one in the past, one in the future, and then oh. one like during the transition. Into the First Order.
1: Gotcha. So it was it was three spread out throughout the time. Yeah,
0: so there's a movie that's coming pre-Old Republic. It's about the first Jedi that ever existed. So that's coming.
1: I'm pretty into um, that.
0: Then they're doing one that's about 15 years after the episode nine. Right. And it's about the new Jedi Order. So I'm guessing Rey will be back and be a part of that. Right. Um And then they're doing a movie during like the time of the Mandalorian. Wow. Which is... Um, the transition from Empire to new uh, to First Order. Wow. So, I, I I would guess Mandalorian might be in that movie too.
1: Who knows? Interesting.
0: But I know they're trying to get more. How Marvel is doing their movies, like character based type things. Sure. I think that's the way Disney is head, taking um, Star Wars moving forward. It's very character based, not like saga based.
1: I'm into that, honestly. I think you know sagas are. Um... I feel like sagas might just be like everyone's burnt out on them at this point. Mm -hmm. At least I am. I'm pretty burnt out on sagas. Like, you know, I have not been keeping up as well as I have in the past with like MCU. Um, Most of the movies in this phase I'm watching like
0: after they're out on Disney
1: plus after they're out. Yeah. I'm watching on Disney plus I'm, I'm not going to to the theater to see Mm -hmm. them largely um, I'm, I'm just kinda, I, I don't have as much room <laughs> for sagas anymore. Yeah. And, and partly it could be that like sagas have burned me like, you know, episode seven, eight, and nine really kind of burned me. Yeah. I mean, I liked seven. Uh, like it was a
0: fun read start. Like I felt like it could have went somewhere really cool.
1: Well, you know, I loved, I liked seven a lot. I loved eight. I was in, I guess maybe the minority.
0: You loved eight from the beginning. Yeah. I didn't like eight at the beginning and came around to loving it. Yeah. Uh, There's still some things I would change that I still don't like things like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, flying out in space and like coming back Leia, to the yeah, ship. And, Carrie, Carrie yeah, Carrie Fisher.
1: Oh, by the way, uh I forgot to mention this on the podcast. So, if you're still listening, you get a little bit of bonus content. Oh, wow. Look at that. For an upcoming episode. Oh, wow. Uh so lethal weapon uh or wait, no, I think oh now I'm blanking on what it was. No, it wasn't. It was an it was an episode we haven't even recorded yet. So, I'll just give it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh Children of Men. Uh, that were still to record Uh uh-huh uh carrie fisher has an uncredited no it was lethal weapon it was for sure lethal weapon that i read this about carrie fisher has an uncredited script punch-up for lethal weapon three really isn't that weird that is
0: weird like she you know i didn't know she was involved in writing at all
1: yeah i think you know i well i don't know like if she has a bunch of like writing credits, uh-huh. but I do know that she did a lot outside of just being Leia. Uh-huh. Like, did you ever watch 30 rock? Uh, yeah. She has a pretty funny episode where she is. Cause you know, Tina Fey plays a, a writer in 30 rock, which is kind of a take on her time At as SNL. a writer for SNL. Yeah. And so she's kind of the head writer and, and showrunner. And uh, there's a pretty funny episode where Carrie Fisher, it like comes in as like a, like an old school showrunner and comedy writer Mm. and Tina Fey, like, you know, idolizes her, uh, but her life is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of jokes about that. That was like actually Carrie Fisher's like sort of Carrie Fisher's actual life injected into (laughs) that character. um, Where like, you know, she was widely respected, but has a lot of like deeper thoughts than people ever respected her for. Mm. Um, and so I, I think that, I don't know. I, I really haven't looked if she has a bunch of screenwriting credits. Um, but I guess I, I was shocked, but not surprised to hear that she had punch up, uncredited punch up script punch up for, uh, for lethal weapon. Also, when you guys get to the episode, you'll hear that, uh, there was just so many writers for that movie anyway. I'm not, I'm really not shocked <laughs> or so many revisions of that script, but yeah, what, uh, what, uh, of those three star Wars movies that you mentioned, what, mm-hmm. what are you, I, I think I, I know what you're going to say, but which of those three are you most excited for?
0: I'm probably most excited for the first Jedi. Yeah. Um, and probably second, because it has potential, but I'm afraid of how they'll do it is the new Jedi order. Order, Like I'm not a huge fan now. Granted, I really did like, um, um, rogue one, but I feel like there's only so much you can do with a movie that we already kind of know where the universe is going. Like, yeah. Plugged into a time where we know what happens in the future. We know what happens in the past. Um, kind of like solo. Wasn't that great? Oh, yeah um, solo is garbage and so but you know i'm I'm really liking mandalorian and so i i think with maybe solo just had some bad writers or a bad director or something i don't know yeah um so that one could be good too i'm excited i just love star wars i'm excited about anything star wars i want more star wars I'm, uh, ahsoka just got her trailer released for her series coming out in august
1: who uh hayden christensen is going to return for
0: Oh, really? He's yeah. going to be in that, in that one too. It looks really good. I w- didn't really have a ton of expectations for it. I never re- watched the cartoons, the Star Wars cartoons. Yeah, me either. Uh, but I've watched everything live action, and I've played a lot of the video games. Um, and so I, I've n- I was never, like, attached to Ahsoka by any means. I knew who she was. Um, but I'm excited for this show. It looks like it's going to be really good.
1: I really liked what they did with her in season two of Mando. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a really great introduction to that character. Yeah. Uh, and I am pretty excited for, uh, Hayden Christensen to come back because I, again, talking about redemption, I actually felt like he was really redeemed as like a, a halfway decent actor in, uh, Obi-Wan. I'm guessing it's going to be flashbacks though, right? yeah probably uh, to because he was her yeah he he trained her yeah. but I
0: think the story like the timeline her this series is taking place is after all these Mandalorian events, which is after Darth Vader's been killed.
1: Oh, so maybe he's returning as a force ghost. Is that what you're thinking? Either a force ghost or like he's going to be in like flashbacks. Yeah. I think flashbacks is going to be what it is of him training her as a very, as a youngling, as a younger one. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be what it is. Mm. Uh, But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that we're getting to see more of the Jedi during like, I don't know if this is the right, like, uh, canonical phrase, but during like the diaspora mm-hmm. or diaspora, I guess is, I, I don't really know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Even when not referring to, Star I Wars. always say diaspora. Okay. Uh, but like during that period, like getting to see Ahsoka, getting to see this new, uh, Jedi that we got to see in Mando, uh, who rescues Grogu. Uh, um, yeah.
0: Is he still alive? We don't know.
1: Yeah. Like I think all that's very, very interesting. And we have Cal Kestis
0: from the uh Jedi Fallen Order game that yeah. we know is still alive. Mm-hmm. They have a new game coming out uh this month in April. Um so he's alive during this time too. There's, and
1: even the Obi Wan, like getting to see him yeah, during like the we know early part of, alive, yeah. Well yeah. during the early part of the Diaspora, like uh-huh. getting to see how he handled all that. Uh, Cause you know Well, I guess Obi
0: Wan's not alive at this point, but not yeah.
1: at this point, but yeah. Uh But, like, you know, we got to see, obviously, Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan, who, you know, was a little, honestly, hopeful. Like, he was a hermit, but he seemed, Uh like, at peace and hopeful. Like, but, you know, Ewan McGregor's early diaspora Obi-Wan was, like, almost, like, they kind of... He almost played him a little bit like a a drunk. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't necessarily, but, like, they kind of played him that way. Like, just very... Very uh, downtrodden, very discouraged, you know?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Did you end up playing all the way through Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen no, Order? No,
1: I, I barely got to the third or fourth planet. Okay. It was just too hard to, like, figure out how to even, like, kill these creatures. Like, I was just dying constantly. <laughs> and that's not, for me, playing video games, I'm such a casual video game player that if I'm dying all the time, it's I'm like quitting. I'm over I'm it, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Well, at some point you get to like fight Vader and it was Uh, like, um, it wasn't something that like canonically we'd ever known it happened. Oh yeah. Like we didn't know Cal Kestis was a thing until this game came out. right? And like he actually fight, uh, fought against Vader and saw all these things. And so they're saying potentially in this next game, like the, a big like extra reveal could be that Cal actually runs into uh, Obi-Wan. Oh. And like Obi-Wan might be in this game.
1: And might do kind of have the same attitude that he had in his show of like, almost like, don't talk to me kind of a thing, you know? Potentially, (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting to see because at the end of his show, like, he really opened himself back up to the force and was, like, fully utilizing it and was pretty powerful again. Yeah. So... I don't know what happens between that and when he's with Luke. Like there's still a lot there and there's even talk of having another season of um Obi-Wan.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if if uh it seems like the fans are here for it, if you and McGregor's here for it, I say go for
0: mm-hmm. it. He's one of my favorite Star Wars people to watch. Like I had oh, yeah. I had so many um just like reminiscent feels from watching that that series and w- even watching him fight down Vader and they like final fight. And like, he like pities him and says, he's sorry. Mm. And then like, he's, he's basically saying like, I'm sorry I failed you. Yeah. And then Vader's like, you didn't fail me. Don't apologize to me. You mm. didn't kill Anakin. I did. Yeah. Which then leads into the line that all we've always felt was like a discrepancy in episode four of Aunt, like he, Darth Vader killed your father. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I like how they beautifully like just wound it all together.
1: Yeah. And that's another good example like Rogue One of being able to really interject compelling content when we know uh, like in the middle of an already formed story. Mm -hmm. Like we know how Darth Vader turns out. We know how he became Darth Vader. Um, But in Obi-Wan, they really delivered a compelling middle sliver Mm -hmm. uh by maybe to your point really making it more a character driven experience than a plot driven experience Mm -hmm. and i think that's where rogue one really shines because like even though i know what happens at in the end of rogue one i'm still emotional at the sacrifice in Mm. that in that like very last you know like when they you know transmit the plans and just you know surrender to death basically yeah uh to to their impending doom uh and the way all those characters like you know sacr like we got to fall in love with them and the way they all sacrificed themselves mm-hmm. uh was really moving
0: yeah did you watch andor i Is haven't that Star Wars? i haven't i think you'll really like that one yeah it was really good. It was in the same like vein as Rogue One. Uh-huh. Very dark, but like like gritty and real. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think if you like Rogue One, you would like Andor.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know what my uh there's something about maybe maybe it's Disney Plus that is maybe ruined my like uh I guess continued appetite for like MCU and Star Wars, or maybe it's just we've gotten so much of it that I'm kinda mm-hmm. like, okay, like um, there's there's too much of just that content for me to consume like I feel like I have to make it a full-time job yeah you can't consume anything but their stuff. anything but their yeah. stuff and I, I like to be so uh i I love uh storytelling so much I love movies and 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 TV shows that like i I just end up having like a huge watch list mm-hmm. like Zach every once in a while like you know, introduces me to a new show that I have to basically like put on a back burner, you mm-hmm. know, because I have like other things other shows, that, I'm, yeah. that I'm trying to keep up with. Plus the movies for this podcast mm-hmm. and then just movies that like aren't even on this podcast, but I just, you know, get excited to watch.
0: Yeah. I pretty much only watch movies that are on our pod now. Really? At home at least. And then every once in a while, as like new movies comes out that we will want to see. I'll, I'll watch those in theater, but I almost never watch movies at home that aren't our pod
1: couple of movies that i saw recently that uh i want i've I've always wanted to call out and i just never think of but since we're just having a a little uh just a you and us conversation um did you end up seeing everything everywhere all at once i haven't seen it i actually think you would like it i've heard a lot
0: of good things yeah
1: um i just saw it a couple of weeks ago uh they re-released it in theaters uh leading up to, or just coming off of, I'm sorry, the Oscars. Uh-huh. Uh And so I was like, it was when I was going on vacation, uh, we were leaving very early from Palm Springs the, the following morning. And so I went out the night before and just stayed at my parents' house mm-hmm. um, so that I didn't have to worry about traffic or anything like that. And so I got out there, we had dinner and my parents are going to bed and it's like, you know, nine o'clock <laughs> and I'm like, well, it... I'm gonna go see a movie. Uh-huh. Uh and that was my first time in theaters in a long time. Mm. Like I just haven't been in theaters much. Yeah. I think probably since Maverick. Um I might have seen something in between there, but uh, but I just went by myself to go see it and I I really liked it. Uh I was I feel like I'm gonna have to watch it again to even understand it. Yeah.
0: That's uh, what I heard
1: but it was it was really good there was a lot of heart in that movie mm-hmm.
0: was that was directed by directed by the
1: same person who did parasite or was it different um i didn't think it was but it 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 certainly could have been um and then the other one that i know you haven't seen or even heard of um but did you ever watch uh did you ever watch marriage story no with adam driver uh-huh. Uh probably not your cup of tea, like it's <laughs> but watch it. <laughs> it's intense. It's really it's really intense. It's it's probably some of the best acting and dialogue in any movie ever. Uh-huh. And I've really been into um into that filmmaker ever since that movie came out. Uh but I got to see finally one of his uh one of his earlier films um that kind of put him on the map in like the indie art house scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was called the squid and the whale. And it was starring Jeff Daniels and Jesse Eisenberg huh. among other people. Yeah. And uh, Jesse Eisenberg is like 16 in this movie. Oh wow. Like the actor is like yeah. 16. Um, but uh, Jeff Daniels, he, he plays a, a father of two, two young boys uh, that uh, is going through a divorce and it's really kind of like it's, I would say mostly from Jesse Eisenberg's perspective. Mm -hmm. It's kind of from the boy's perspective of navigating like divorce and parents seeing new people. And you know, it was, it was really darn good though. The squid and the whale. Hmm. I, uh, I highly, highly, uh, recommend it. Uh, and no, uh, to answer your earlier question, uh, the director, uh, there there were sort of like two directors of this movie, I guess, um, but uh, what the the director Daniel Kwan, what he's most known for was Swiss Army Man.
0: Okay, I've heard of that. I haven't seen
1: it. It's with Paul Dano and um, um uh, what's his name, Harry Potter. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, and it is a ludicrous movie. It is so funny. (laughs) It's so much fun, but it's absolutely insane. Paul Dano, uh, who was the bad guy in prisoners and the preacher and yep. Uh, Paul Dano plays a guy who gets like stranded on a desert Island kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. uh, and finds a corpse, which is Daniel Radcliffe and kind of loses his mind and like thinks that this corpse is like talking to him and, and is like magical, and he like carries him around and like mm. builds like you know like he's losing his mind yeah. he's actively losing his mind it's like fun castaway yeah it's like <laughs> exactly it's like fun funny castaway um and if you don't want to, if uh, uh, listeners don't want to have uh the ending spoiled you can fast forward 30 seconds or 15 seconds uh on this podcast but uh at the end of the movie, you find out he's not stranded on a desert Island at all. Like he finally like wa- he's like walking through the woods and stumbles on a highway with like a Boston baked beans across the street from him. Or like, <laughs> like, he's just been like in the jungle for presumably like a month with like hauling this corpse around and like, he's not even lost or stranded. That's funny. Yeah. It was a, it was a very interesting movie. <laughs> And, and honestly, pretty beautifully shot. Like, it's not a beautiful movie. It's a zany movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was really beautifully shot. But uh, the director for that and for Everything Everywhere All at Once um, really made his bones and is, like, one of the um, most res- highly respected uh, music video directors mm. of, you know, the last 10 years. Interesting. Um, which is kind of kind of cool, you know, these branching out. And I felt like Everything Everywhere All at Once was really shot like a music video in so many ways. Hmm. Uh, Because it was like really, honestly, kind of shot pretty low budget. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I would say, you know, the thing that they spent the most money on was probably uh, like um, special effects, like uh, graphic effects. Mm -hmm. Um, And there honestly wasn't even like, a ton of that. Like there were some things where they did something, and it was like it—it it, it almost is cheesy on purpose. Uh huh. You know, which is yeah. kind of fun. Well, uh, any other uh, any other fun content you've stumbled across? Or are we gonna call this little bonus episode? No,
0: I think we could. Yeah, let's just call it. We're at twenty nine minutes, so it's a good test for us to just see how
1: half hour long episodes do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, thanks again, Tots, and uh, we will see you next week with uh, our our next episode, which which is actually mine. It's going to be three ten to Yuma.
0: Yep, looking forward to see you guys next week.
1: Dude, I think this episode's just gonna be effed up.